Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to r slash entitled parents where when two kids get banned from a store for stealing their entitled mom screams at an employee and the manager for banning her son Karen screams at me for banning her thieving son for context. I work nights in a gas station about a week ago A couple of kids probably no more than 15 to 16 years old who are semi-regulars as in i've seen them a few times before But not enough to know them came in around 2 a.m And pulled a runner on me with around 30 dollars in drinks and snacks as i'm not allowed to chase shoplifters I do what's required and leave a note for my boss so she can pull the tapes and post the pictures for us So we can tell them to get out if they're ever stupid enough to come back You wouldn't believe how many thieves actually are in fact stupid enough to come back These two morons in particular Well two days ago i'm working my only weekly day shift and who should walk in but my pair of thieves And who do they have with them one of their mothers I immediately buckle down and tell them they need to go now The following is how the conversation went So the two thieves walk in Uh uh-uh you two need to go right now the first boy said for what the second boy said we didn't even do anything you know exactly what you did and you're banned from the store you can leave on your own feet or leave with a police escort you choose they leave and go back to the car waiting for them at the pump from the window i can see them talking to the woman in the driver's seat gesturing and pointing she gets out of her car and storms into the store why the heck did you tell my son and his friend they can't be here mom they ran out with nearly 30 dollars in products we do not allow thievery and they're banned from the store you are welcome to come and get what they need but if they're seen on the property the police are going to be called no my son is not a thief how dare you get me a manager gladly she doesn't know my manager has less patience for customer rubbish than i do since the store isn't very big she's already heard this exchange from the office i bring her out and she says exactly what i did that's a bold-faced lie my son is a good boy you're targeting him and his friends for no reason you're welcome to come back and watch the tape for yourself says my manager karen says she'll do just that and once i have proof you're lying i'll be expecting this little slur for homosexual to be fired my manager brings karen into the office i accompany them being the assistant it's both part of my job and a joyful experience to watch karen's face fall when she finds out her good boy is actually a rotten thief my manager plays the tape and karen sees her son and his friend clearly identifiable as their only means of a disguise with their school track hoodies pulled up over their hair folks they had their freaking names on the back They were wearing those hoodies as they sat in the car waiting. The Karen was too stunned to speak at first, but eventually remembered how to Karen and stormed out shrieking that she'd be calling corporate. For what? Who knows? But she's calling anyway. Now you would think that no matter what this Karen had said or thought before, surely after seeing her son and his friend thieving on a camera in front of her, she'd have to change her mind. But no, she doubles down. And that is how you know she's an unbelievable Karen. Fair play to her. Entitled lady dislikes the Thanksgiving dinner we are providing. 
Some years ago, my wife and I organized a holiday assistance program for our church. In October, families register for the Thanksgiving and Christmas giveaways. Usually the Monday before Thanksgiving is when we distribute the Thanksgiving dinner. This included a turkey breast or turkey and all that was needed to make a Thanksgiving dinner. The amount of food was dependent upon family size. So the breakdown was something like this. One to two people, turkey breast with all the rest. These were four to five pounds of just turkey meats. Three to four people, a 10 to 12 pound turkey with all the rest. Five to six people, a 12 to 15 pound turkey with all the rest. You get the idea. So distribution day arrives and things are going well as we're going to move about 500 families through in four hours. I act as the gatekeeper. No one in the building without their appointment card and ID. Once in, they sign in with my wife and we bring them all they need as they walk down and head out another door. Somewhere in the middle of this time, my wife comes out to get me as we have a person who is not happy. I go in and there is Karen. She eyeballs me hard in disbelief. I'm not in uniform like normal. The conversation goes something like this. What seems to be the problem? I'm here to pick up the dinner for me and my husband and this lady won't give us a turkey. Note that she sort of sneered with the word lady. Also, my wife is Hispanic and does have a small accent when she speaks. So most ignorant people assume she's not in charge or intelligence. Rather than argue, she usually just grabs me. Mom, we are giving you a turkey. It's the turkey breast, which has more than enough meat for you and your husband. Further, we allocate the turkeys based on family size and we simply do not have any extra to give to you. This isn't good enough. We need a turkey. Note, she isn't yelling, but all eyes are definitely on us. Also, she's holding the box we gave her with everything in. I'm sorry, mom. Let me take back what you have and I'll see what I can do. I take back the box and hand it off to one of the staff and then turn back around. Okay, mom. Again, I'm sorry we weren't able to accommodate your wishes today. The exit is this way and you have a happy Thanksgiving. The Karen is dumbfounded. Wait, what? Well, you've expressed that this meal wasn't good enough for you and I would never impose upon anyone something they considered substandard. So again, the exit is this way and have a nice day. I walked her to the exit door and as I walked back through the line to the entrance, I ask, is there anyone else with an issue they need addressing? A few audible nopes and a few chuckles were heard, but that was that. I will point out at Christmas time, she was able to receive what she signed up for with no complaints. So I'm glad she picked up on that. We were able to help around 500 families for each holiday and our volunteers loved it. Entitled people bother me to no end, but she was one person in all of that. So it was definitely a success and worth it. Sorry, let me get this straight. Is this woman really complaining about free food on Thanksgiving when everyone else in that church is delighted because they're getting free food and they're probably extremely grateful and you and your wife OP are doing an amazing job as well as all the other volunteers and staff. The one person there is complaining about free food. That's insane. And also two pounds of turkey per person. Isn't that loads anyway? Like more than you could eat? Unbelievable. It really is. Big group thinks they own the forest because they come all the time. A few months ago, towards the end of the season in this area, I went camping with my friends, three women. The spot we chose was on a cliff with a great view of a canyon and the creek at the bottom. The area allows dispersed camping and there are very few spots with that view and it's first come first serve. When we arrived, only one spot was left with the view hidden behind trees, but only a few feet away. 
The view could only be accessed by walking straight through our camp. I think there are other spots you can hike to without going through a campsite. On our first night there, a couple, two men, walked into our camp, saying they wanted to see the view. I wasn't super comfortable because you can't trust a stranger in a forest and they were in our space, but they were only there for a few minutes and left. The next day, we went to watch the sunset on the cliff and had left all our stuff lying around camp when we start hearing cars, dogs, voices, and screaming kids. Two cars pulled up to our camp and walked right in, making themselves comfortable. We ran back to see that all of our space was completely invaded. Kids under our tarp and running around the tent poles, people around our fire, etc. We had a small puppy with us that was terrified of the new dog, but these people didn't care. A woman explained that they live nearby and love coming to see the view. I was in absolute shock at the disrespect. Everyone is allowed to enjoy nature, and it was a public spot, but you have the respect if someone is there first. At least have the decency to ask. As they were leaving, well, after sunset, the same woman said they'd be coming later that night to see the stars. My friends were so angry, and I was still in shock. As they were loading their car, I ran up to them and said the first thing that came to mind. I asked one of the men, Hey, when you come back later, are you planning on bringing the kids? Uh, I'm not sure. Why is that? Replied the man. Well, the thing is, we're out here to do heavy drugs. We're starting in a few minutes, and things might get pretty wild, and I wouldn't want to expose children to that. You as adults might be able to handle it, but I don't know what will happen. By the way, I don't do any drugs, and I only drink occasionally. They never came back, thank God, and hopefully they learned something about respecting people's space. Okay, wow, OP, that's actually brilliant from you. Can you imagine going to see the stars with your children on a nice relaxing night, and then instead you just see, like, I don't know, a bunch of adults monging out or tripping on acid or something? That'd be extremely scary Uh, Unless you joined in then it might be quite fun who knows But yeah to think of that on the spot and deliver it like that Unbelievable because what a normal person would have done for example me in that situation I probably would have said something that would have started an argument Whereas you just came up with a little piece of brilliance that destroyed them unbelievable another snotty entitled racist douche I am a midwestern white guy of scottish descent if I get too much sun i'll explode in plaid flames I'm, so white my wife and kids are not my wife and kids are mexican and my presence makes family barbecues interesting And i've been known to harness the power of my whiteness when police are called Because a birthday party for an eight-year-old niece or nephew gets out of hand now that we have that out of the way One of my mexican sons married a guatemalan woman Needless to say, they speak a lot of Spanish. Occasionally, I find myself out with my daughter-in-law. And as a South American woman, she absolutely cannot function without a high enough coffee-to-blood ratio. So, we're sitting in a certain mermaid-themed coffee shop in a mall, having a conversation, gasp, in Espanol. Have you ever wondered how you know if the person that says, this is America and we speak English here, is a racist idiot or just a lazy self-entitled idiot well it's moments like this when the racist idiot sees two people having a private conversation in spanish and walks by the white guy to instead harass the pregnant latin woman now anybody who has ever met a latina knows that one you annoy them at your own risk this is a good way to find out if a high-heeled shoe can be absorbed rectally I'll neither confirm nor deny that I already know the answer to this question. And two, when you anger a Latina, you will get no help from others. They know better. They also don't want to get any of you on them when she starts ripping your vital organs out of your own butts. So, this racist sea hag hitches up her Louboutins, clutches her Michael Kors bag, 
struts past me, bends right down in my daughter-in-law's face, and screams at the top of her lungs, Speak English or go back where you came from, you naughty word. People are destroying this country. My daughter-in-law stands up and, without a word, slaps the Gucci sunglasses right off of her face and sits back down. Seahag's head spins around. She takes the time to look around and lays down on the ground, screaming at the top of her lungs that this foreign immigrant terrorist has just assaulted her for no reason. Call the police. Call the army. She can't wait until everyone figures out that this election is a fraud and Trump kicks all of you, again, naughty word, immigrants out. Seahag's husband comes running over and is just about to get in my daughter-in-law's face when I stand up. Let's just say I absolutely dwarf this guy. I stand over six feet tall, have a beard down to my chest, and I pick heavy things up and put them down again in my spare time. As a result, I tip the scales north of 300 pounds, and each of my thighs is larger than my daughter-in-law's waist. The guy's maybe 5'6", and with $6 in change in each pocket, might weigh 125. I take one look at this guy, and he goes whiter than he already was. And I say, think very hard, any part of you that touches her, I'm going to break off and force feed to you. Now, go away and take that thing with you, as I point to Seahag. They slink off to sit in a booth on the other side of the coffee shop. Naturally, someone has called the police, who show up in short order. Seahag immediately launches into her speech about how she was just minding her own business. And out of nowhere, this crazed Islamic terrorist attacked her and started beating the heck out of her. And that red beard race traitor beat the heck out of her husband and laughed at him. She thinks his nose might be broken. They both need to be in jail now. The second cop comes over to our table and my daughter-in-law turns on the waterworks. The crazy woman started screaming at me. I was just defending myself. She places her hand on her stomach and my baby. I summon my powers of whiteness and tell the officer, I'm certain this place has cameras. There are at least a dozen witnesses to that woman screaming to raid. And I assure you that my daughter-in-law will not be answering any more of your questions without her attorney presence. The cops take a few minutes to talk to a couple of other people, look at the security footage and come back to tell us that, while my daughter-in-law probably shouldn't have slapped her, it's pretty clear that it was in self-defense. And while they will be filling out a report, they won't be arresting anyone. And there we go. A beautifully written story. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, the icing on the cake there is just calling her Sea Hag. What a lovely, lovely name. Very apt and very lovely. I've got to say as well, good on your daughter-in-law. First of all, for standing up for herself, but second of all, for turning on the waterworks because ultimately she was the one that legally was in the wrong here. She was the one that I guess technically assaulted the Karen. The Karen didn't legally do anything wrong. Actually, that's not really true, is it? Racism is illegal, but I guess it might not have shown up on the cameras if there was no audio and that might just go down to hearsay. I don't know. Good thing that she didn't get in trouble and a fair play to the police for not arresting anyone. Although if they were going to arrest anyone, it should have been Seahag, that's for sure. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Babysitting means paying the kids dental bills. Here's a fun one. Years ago, I would often babysit my neighbor's nine to 10 year old daughter. He was a divorced father with the kind of ex that would send spreadsheets of child rearing expenses calculated to the penny and weekly invoices complete with terms and penalties of her own choosing for late payments. He paid big child support and generally paid his invoices on time because she would cut off access to the kiddo if he didn't. His ex, the snake, and I had basic text messaging contact. She and I had a previous dust up because a sudden weather change necessitated a jacket for her kid. We popped into the nearest discount store and I let her pick a jacket. The kid loved it, but her mother threw a giant fit at me because it wasn't brand named. I blew it off and the neighbor and I laughed about it when he reimbursed me. She gave me the silent treatment. Darn. Time moved forward. The father always reimbursed kiddos' expenses and encouraged fun and healthy activities. One day, he called me and apologized that he was getting held up at work and the kiddo had an orthodontist appointment. He asked me to take her and I agreed and he called the dentist to authorize. We got there and they wouldn't see her without a payment. $225. It was necessary. The kid's braces were hurting her. Dad wasn't available, but I knew he'd reimburse me. So I put it on my credit card rather than call her snake of a mother. The kiddo got patched up. Dad reimbursed me. I paid the card and didn't use it. A few months later, I got a past due call from my card company. Repeat charges from the orthodontist. I let the dad know and called the orthodontist who told me that I'd signed an automatic payment agreement. I gave my heck no, I'm just the babysitter speech and didn't get far with them. So I canceled the card. Dad apologized profusely and reimbursed me. A month later, I get a nasty call from the orthodontist about my card declining. I kindly inform them I'm not the parents and provide the snake's phone number. About an hour later, the snake is furiously calling and texting me. I silenced my phone and looked later. She'd maxed out my voicemail and all of her text messages were about how I was abusing her child by denying the kid medical care. One voicemail was from the police, letting me know she filed a complaint, how I could get a copy from my attorney and inquiring about whether I wanted to file a counter complaint. I sure did. I moved out of state and the prosecutor called me once just to ask questions. Then I never heard back from the prosecutor. Last I heard from the kiddo's grandmother, the snake took a plea bargain. Dad got custody and grandma was enjoying a lot more time with kiddo. Okay, wow. When I first read the title of this, I thought that what was going to happen did in the sense that I thought that this mum or any parent might try and charge a babysitter for their kids or the dentist appointment. But I did not think that they would then ask them to keep paying the recurring fees every single time even after they've moved state and stopped babysitting the kid. Like even even on r slash entitled parents, that did not cross my mind. I thought it'd be one-off payment for $200 or whatever. That doesn't surprise me. It's entitled parents. But to do it again and again and again, even when they no longer work for you, that was beyond my wildest expectations, even for this subreddit. I guess that just shows how far that, that we've come. Um, unreal. Even I am now surprised when I read stuff on this subreddit after three years of doing so. Incredible. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.